1: I'm here with my friend, Tracy. I'm here with my friend, Amber. And this is The Road to Tarvalin, a Wheel of Time podcast. We are (sighs) fresh off the heels of episode five. Only three more to go. The season is running at a breakneck pace. It really is.
0: It's moving so fast.
1: Very fast. My brain hurts, Amber. My brain always hurts, Tracy. <laughs> Same.
0: <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. I am missing something. Someone from the series.
1: Tell the me book who. The book series to the... I miss Elida! Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. I'm so excited for the daughter heir for Andor in season two. I was talking online on our Discord to Doug, and... <laughs> Hi, Doug. He had mentioned Varin. Someone uh-huh. mentioned Varin. We uh-huh. were talking about characters that are going to show back up uh-huh. like later. And the actress that plays Elaine, I had listened to audio of her speaking from something, I don't remember what it was. It might've been something like from her acting agency, like a reel, but her voice, her accent is so prim and posh. Mm. And the moment I heard her, I was like, that's Elaine. Hands down, it's her. It sounds like her, just the way that she speaks. It's her. That's exciting. And I remember people seeing her with red hair and thinking, is this Avienda? And I'm like, no way, no. Can't be. This is our Elaine. This is our Elaine. But Elida, as much as I want Elida, I want more gays. Yes.
0: But the thing is, is like, we know we're getting more gays. Like, Do we? Aren't we? She's okay, has so
1: Maybe not. Maybe we might not. not. Okay. We might just meet Elaine at the tower. Oh, interesting. That does make sense. And Elida hasn't been confirmed either. I had seen people guessing, hoping, talking about whether or not we will even get Elida because what if they yep. just merge her character with, with Liandrin. Yeah, That's what
0: I've been thinking! When Lyandron is talking with... No, it's Alana. When Alana and Moraine are hanging out, and Alana makes that comment about how Lyandrin is gaining supporters, supporters throughout the tower and it's no longer just the red. I was like, no, it's supposed to be Elida who's yes. gaining like all of these supporters. And so I was I was like, oh my god, are they gonna but then I mean, does okay, obviously, spoiler, super spoiler episode. Yeah. Okay, super spoiler episode. Lyandrin's Black Aja. Yeah. So does that mean if they put her role with Lianderans, Elida's and Lianderans together?
1: That means that we're missing a very destructive character who isn't an agent for the dark.
0: Yes. And that's like, that's what I like about Elida. Same.
1: She's terrible. She's just
0: the worst.
1: But she's not a dark friend. Exactly. That's what makes her so great as a character.
0: Exactly. Like her her deceptive nature, her need for power, her narcissism, it's all focused on her. There's no external factor out there for Elida. It is all about her. And put that together with Lyndron, who is Black Aja. It, n- oh. Uh,
1: n- oh I don't
0: I don't like it.
1: Oh, we could make Leandra not black.
0: No one can see my face. <laughs> I mean, oh man, I don't my know. brain, my brain is just rejecting that so hard. It's really funny. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't even, I don't even know. I don't even know. I would be very disappointed if that happened. And Varen is another character that I I feel like I'm missing. I know that we've been told that there are bits and pieces of book two coming into this first season for the TV show and also little pieces of book three. And I want to believe that there's a Varen out there waiting for us because I want her. I want her I know we have various views yeah. of her, but I feel like she's an important
1: character to have. And no, she is. She is. I and just think her. in Eye of the World, she's pretty much non existent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it would make sense if they hold off until season two. Mm-hmm. But since we know that she's not in season one, that means she's not there in Faldara. Yeah, and she's she's needed and... Now I'm just curious because, okay, so... <sighs> Is Matt's healing going to happen season one in the tower? They're already there. It has to. I mean, I feel like, okay, next episode we'll get Matt's healing. We'll get our introduction to Swan. Yes. We are somehow going to get Moraine smuggling all of our people out of the tower because I don't see right. them letting Nynaeve leave. No. Nope. Or Gween for that matter. Right. So next week has to be the Ways.
0: That's what I'm thinking too. Is so, Next week is the Ways for sure.
1: So I think Paddan Fane will he's already showed up in this episode. He's going mm-hmm. to follow them back mm-hmm. out of Tarvalin through the Ways. To yep. Faldara, mm-hmm. commence with the attack in Faldara, mm-hmm. and then a hot pursuit escape, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. I'm curious how the Eye of the World is, if it's if we're actually going to see it, or if it's mm-hmm. just going to be mentioned Talked in about. the lore. Yeah. But back to this episode Last week's episode, I enjoyed a little bit more. But the bonus content that we got this week. I haven't even had a chance to watch it ooh, yet. Is it good? It's good. Is it's it? so good. The new bonus episode on the Lure videos is the White Tower. Okay. And they actually answered our question for us. <laughs> When we in our last video had said, is it well not our last video, but on our breakdown of the breaking of the world uh, bonus feature, mm-hmm. we asked whether the purpose of building Tarvalin in the shadow of Dragon Mount, like what was the significance, what was the mm-hmm. meaning in mm-hmm. this little bonus content episode pretty much summed up our thoughts. <laughs> which felt really great to hear because it was that's like, awesome. oh, okay.
0: yeah, <laughs> that's awesome.
1: Yeah, it was really fun. I'm really excited to cover more of these mm-hmm. bonus episodes. And in a couple of weeks, we are going to be doing our costume episode with a very special guest. And we're so excited to have I them am with excited. Us. So yeah, I
0: think it's gonna be really fun. I yeah. have not had the amount of time to zero in on costumes the way that I would like to. And I'm really thrilled that we're gonna take a minute to dive into yes. and especially with somebody who knows
1: like how We've to got make an expert on our hands. <laughs> it's so I'm exciting. Thrilled. We're so excited. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So excited. So if you're if you liked our I Sedai costume episode, then this mm-hmm. is, this will be a good one for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. But yeah, There's... this.
1: Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No. No. I'm. We can move on to. But this episode in general was a lot. We it was had a lot. the introduction of Loyal, which mm-hmm. finally he has arrived. Yeah. Me kind of just mooning over the architecture of Tarvalin, the city. It's very good. The camels, the people, the food. It it was just lively and nice and I really I could have spent the entire episode of of it just mostly being rand exploring the city. Definitely. I'm easy to please. Yeah. In this case.
0: Mhm. <laughs> The only the only thing that I had that I was kind of like head cocked to the side was it, the city just seemed so clean. Yeah, it just seemed so clean. I was like, is it that, that? I mean, we saw a camel walk through, so obviously animals come through here. So I would at least expect like a little yeah. bit of.
1: This know. could be as well. Like I would love a little bit more. Yeah, it's so hard. I would love more time with explanations for things. I Maybe mean, there's a special weave.
0: Yeah, It's like over all of Tarval and it's just a <laughs> magical
1: poop Always clean.
0: dirt-scrubbing I could, weave.
1: I could see the tower enacting strict rules to making mm-hmm. sure that mm-hmm. their streets are sparkling, sparkling. Yeah. yes yeah <laughs> because it's 100 percent. yeah it's their prestige it's their yep it's well, the and- gem of the westlands if you will
0: yes and one of the things that i thought of so later on in the books when the the dream tarongreal is being used and leanne is coming into Taravalin and she's looking around and she notices that there are trash heaps piled up around yes. Tarvalin. And yes. she's like, that's never how yes. Tarvalin looks. And so I was like, well, maybe it is that clean. Be- yeah. And I mean, it would be really interesting because when you were talking about it, you were like, well, maybe, you know, something will happen later on. And I was like, oh, something does happen yeah. later on. So like, if we get like that, Deposing a swan, the election of Elida, possibly slash Lyandron, and then Tarvalin goes to shit. It would be yeah. really like fun to see it get yes dirty from yes. this like bright, shiny, clean jewel of the Westlands, as you said. Yeah. Status again. That's that would be huh. smart. That would be it smart. It would be really interesting. Yeah. Cause that that was what like came to mind right away. It was just like Trash heaps and rats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So perhaps I'm... that's that's waiting for us.
1: Oh, I'm dying to see Andor. I'm dying to see the borderlands. I'm dying to see our first Shanchen. Mm. Some armored up <gasps> Shanchen? Soldiers? Do you? Think... Tell me, tell me, tell me.
0: <laughs> I'm just wondering, do you think they'll bring the the gardeners, the O'Gear
1: gardeners with them, like right away? If they don't, I will send Amazon a very (laughs) politely worded email. Politely, always politely. No, I I would love that. And I think it would be really smart to do because we've already seen Loyal and he's a big teddy bear, not gonna Mm -hmm. lie yeah he's yeah. just a big cuddly dude, but it would it would be really good contrast to show the o gardener touchdowning on the continent and exactly them in this monstrous beefy armor and everything. it would be really cool
0: it would be really cool. like that's that's exactly what I was thinking was like this would give them an opportunity to give that like Like, especially if somehow they do make the shang chen on Fall May the ending of season one. Because I think that is, like, in my opinion, that would be the perfect place to leave it. You know? Because then if if you leave it there and you have all the buildup to it that happens, like, almost right before everything converges on Fall May, it would be... It would be a really good cliffhanger without being a shitty cliffhanger. It's not
1: schmuck bait.
0: Thank you. (laughs) That's exactly what I was trying to say. That's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a big enough question where audiences are going to be... Jonesing for yeah season 2.
0: And there's a big enough payoff at the end of it that if you opened up season 2 with like everything that happens,
1: yeah, then you can just jump right into the season which they have been doing. They've
0: been doing. Like every yeah. every single episode has been like bam, you're in it. Mm-hmm. And I have loved that. I definitely think that there's more than enough That can be pulled in from other novels moving into season two that if you did have that big opening, everything that happens at the end of book two, you would still have someplace really great to be taking your audience by the end of season two to make season three Ready to be jump into it because I mean, really seriously, get to the Shadow Rising and I'm a pile of mush. I fucking love that book. Mm-hmm. I love that book.
1: So I just then they're I gonna feel have like... to rebuild the two rivers. For the I don't
0: mind if they. Yeah, I've seen people they might already worried, be in. Pro- they might already be in process of rebuilding the two rivers. They they destroyed it. They can it's,
1: rebuild it. It's possible, but it's possible we don't get the Shadow Rising moment because.
0: The city has been burned
1: down. We'll see. I feel like that's an epic showdown, though. Got White Cloaks. We've got... Trollocs, a handful of Iyil. Devon Ride. That's what I was Mm. thinking of. Devon Ride. We've got the women of Emmonsfield taking out. Trollocs, the last line of defense, handing over the babies to the Tinkers. Mm. (sighs) Can hardly so talk about it without getting a little choked up. I was right. trying to explain to my mom the other day. Cause she was like, Oh, those women, and they were with the farm equipment, and they were attacking those trollocs. And I was like, it's it's like a it's like a throwback to another mm-hmm. another scene in the book. And she was like, Is it a spoiler if you tell me about it? And I'm like, kind of. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to tell you what happens or where, but these women, this, a town is under attack, mm-hmm. and the women are left behind to keep the children and the babies safe. Mm-hmm. And she had already seen the tinkers. So I was like, and the tinkers are watching over the little kids. The women hand over their babies. To step in line, to fall in line, to make sure that the city doesn't fall. Ugh. And as I was so explaining good. it to her, I was like, <gasps> like, right? give me a second. <laughs> give me a second. <laughs> give me a moment, please.
0: Yep. And I, I think this is, this is why I'm okay with the fact that I d- was not really a huge fan of this particular episode.
1: It happens. You can't win them all.
0: It happens, exactly, and I feel as though there's so much source material for the show coming up that if this one fell flat with people, like it did for me, it's okay. There's still more than enough left over for there to be a better like an improvement. You know, like in my opinion, the only the only place this series can go is up just based on what we get from the mm-hmm. books. So, I'm just like, you know what? You guys are doing the best you can and I still love it and there were still plenty of moments that I thought were spectacular. I'm still
1: it's in it. It's hard to go from an ending like A Raging Sun to this kind of, like, chessboard setup where you're just kind of moving the pieces back around to get established for next episode. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. We have to wrap up the Matt Dagger situation. We have to get everyone back together. We -hmm. have to meet Swan. We have to somehow get everyone reunited. Yep. It's going to be a lot of movement. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just really want to get to Faldara.
0: That's really like that's the thing that I'm really eager for. I know that f- like you wanted to get to Tarvalin and see the architecture and everything that was going to be there and it has definitely like I
1: didn't actually even care that much about Tarvalin. Like I feel oh, like I've seen so much of it in the Maybe it trailer. was Camelin that you you said I mean you earlier, mentioned that. Earlier times. I said Camelin, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, Um, I'm eager to see Faldara. It is described in the book as this ultimate fortress, but also being in its own way luxurious and simple and elegant. But there is no denying the fact that it is filled with warriors. And I just can't wait to see it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a nice change of, like, oh, and now we have a new culture, like, to exactly. bring in. Exactly. And for the most part, what have we seen? The two mm-hmm. rivers, the Aes I, mm-hmm. the white cloaks.
0: Yeah. And even though there may be different cultures, they're all kind of, like, consumed in one specific group. So it still kind of takes away from it being that meeting of a different nationality. Yeah, it's
1: it's like comparing different countries in Western Europe to Japan. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yes. Is what it feels like. Yeah. I just I wanna I wanna see what that's gonna look like. I wanna see how it's gonna feel. Like I I'm holding that image in my head that's in the trailer that we saw of Feldar and I still feel the same level of excitement around it as I did when we saw it then I cannot wait to get into
1: it Um, and not so much just that I'm excited about Faldara but it's just getting close to the blight what that means for the story
0: Mm -hmm. this is definitely like a pivotal moment
1: yeah yeah we might not see all the blight creatures that I want to see but Who? even if we get one or two, I mean, just I, one, even. Just one Jumara butterfly, guys. Just, just one. one. Just one. Spread your wings and fly, fly, fly,
0: fly, fly, fly. So I mentioned missing Elida. I mentioned missing.
1: Darren. Oh. Can I talk about my favorite, like my favorite part of the episode, which is just yes. the littlest thing? Yeah. Is that Jane Farstrider being mentioned as a woman was yes. chef's kiss mm-hmm. I love that, ah. so that means if Jane Fartrider does show up, it will be Matt, Tom, and Jane in Sind Hall go to go yeah, and I love that. I love me that too. idea
0: me too well, the other thing that kind of clicked in to place with that idea is Matt's relation with relationship
1: with Brigida. And now I'm thinking of Oliver and Jane. Oh, playing playing snakes and foxes together.
0: So cute. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that would be lovely. I can 100% see that as like a really good flip. And like how how well it would work out in the series.
1: It too, it changes my whole idea of like what Jane could look like because now oh, I'm yeah. thinking of an like an older woman. Yeah, instead of an older man. Ooh, like lean and tough. Yeah, will she be lean and tough or just kind of like secret, secretly no.
0: sinewy? Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, that works.
0: Alliteration. I love it. Me too. It's one of my favorite
1: things, actually. Like undercover, tough, you know?
0: Yeah. Like Andrew, who looks like he's like just this (laughs) light
1: guy. Instead, he's all muscle.
0: He is. It's
1: ridiculous.
0: I'm always a little envious because I am anything but all muscle. (laughs) I'm very soft. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a squishy gal and I don't mind. Hello, friends. It's time for a new ad. There's so much happening in the Wheel of Time world and we have opportunities for you to help us continue to create quality Wheel of Time content.
1: If you would like to help, rate us wherever you listen. This helps other people find the podcast. You can also join us on youtube and subscribe to the channel help create the show by joining us on patreon we have four different tiers with perks ranging from shout outs to bonus content to merch not found in our threadless store
0: speaking of the threadless shop it's absolutely bursting with beautiful wheel of time designs and various items to put them on need a wolf brother t-shirt it's there a first sister pin to send to your bestie we've got them how about a white tower dropout sweatshirt you know amber made one the point is we love the wheel of time you love the wheel of time go get some merch that shows it you can find links for patreon and our threadless shop in our show notes
1: one last thing you guys are the best your support means the world to us thank you for being the amazing people humans sentient creatures that you are and keeping us company on the road to tarvalan
0: I did I remembered something that we were gonna talk about. Tell me. Uh the Dark Friend sympathizer.
1: Oh yes, yes. Perhaps yes. we're Dark Friend sympathizers. It's happening. <laughs> it's happening. So who
0: was the who is the the gal in episode three who had turned random Matt Dina. into the Dina. Dana. Okay. Dana? I think Dana it's Dana. Dina.
1: Okay. Yeah. I think yeah.
0: it's I think it's Dana. The way that she talked about the wheel and being enslaved to it. and Over all of the, and over again. Exactly. Yes. All
1: of the bad things that were happening. like It's like a, what is it called? It's a paradox. It's like a time loop paradox. But yep. like Groundhog's Day, except it's not the grandfather paradox because no matter what you do and no matter how much you change the past or the future it just Mm -hmm. keeps
0: replaying yep over and and nothing you can do over again
1: yep and
0: so for for the people who are seeking a different life a better way of life who have ambition and intelligence for for them to see something like this and to have that mind frame i all of a sudden am like Fuck. maybe maybe that's me maybe i maybe i'm suddenly reating reating i'm reating to leandrin <laughs> real
1: <Re-landrin.
0: laughs>
1: no i get it i get
0: it Leandrin feels like a sympathetic character
1: in the TV show. And I'm it's- cosplaying Leandrin today. You can't right. see me, but I am. You even have braids in your hair. I even have braids. I, I love her. I love the actress. Mm-hmm. That speech she gives at the end of episode four is right. money. It is so <laughs> good. And then having her like come back into this episode five getting more from her character she's so many things in this episode
0: she's so many things in this episode she is angry she is sad she is possibly feeling guilty she's she's attempting to befriend Nynaeve like the way that she approaches her makes me think so much of the way that Lyandrin and Amelisa have their conversation in Faldara yeah, where, like Moraine observes that Landon was almost girlish by the end of the conversation and that's kind of how this version Leandrin of Landon for... felt. Yeah. yeah, and that like she even like tucked her arms behind her back and like kind of turned on her heel and it was a little
1: jaunty as she walked off and yes. I was like there's a playfulness to her that I love. Yeah, and then later on she's like
0: Moraine you've been gone a long time let me touch your face yeah (laughs) sex kitten Lyandrin? what the fuck female empowerment lyandrin. like they were just i just what what how did they do this
1: (laughs) i love it it's really nice getting to see these character changes and mm-hmm. the thing is is we don't even really know if they are changes because we never got Leandron's point of view exactly So
0: exactly I
1: mean, it's great the same yep. with alana i really like her character as well so do i i loved when okay this is i have a minor critique when Please. alana and moraine are laying in moraine's <laughs> bed like snacking Yes. Moraine is laying in her bed with her shoes on and I and was her like coat. Yeah. I was like, that is not a Kyrian woman thing to do. Maybe
0: maybe that's just not her style anymore.
1: I mean she was like, these boots
0: are my home.
1: <laughs> I will never take them off. <laughs> but I mean at the same time She never gets athlete's foot, that's for sure. She just <laughs> weaves it away. Well, I
0: was just thinking about Corrine's boots and like the way that they are on her horse as like Steppen's leading her horse back to Tarvalen and everything. And I loved
1: loved how it's contrasted by Moraine in jacket and boots with Alana barefoot snacking. Yeah. Yeah. So like... Alana is completely at ease you wouldn't hang out with someone like that unless you were extremely close. Yeah. Like that's just how it felt to me Mm -hmm. like you don't just kind of curl up in someone's bed and snack with them if you're not close to them. Exactly yeah. It was an interesting little scene there. I just boots and bed come on come on
0: (laughs) You know better, Maureen. You know better. What is wrong with you?
1: They were just traversing the countryside for a month. Like, not going to take your boots off. I just, I think it's
0: another signal that she's just always ready to go. She's always, she's just always ready to take off. That's true. That's true. Great point. You know? Great point. And I I think that gets kind of dropped in throughout the. This episode in particular where like Leandron's like, you're never here and Alana's like, you aren't leaving anything any kind of a legacy behind you and Moraine's like, I got these boots. <laughs> I love them.
1: Are you ready, boots? <laughs> da da da, da, da. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, it's interesting. There was a lot of a lot more attention to the warder story. Agreed. This week. Mm-hmm. That part was probably. I, I was more interested in what was going on with Rand and Matt. Mm hmm. Leandrin. hmm. She's just going to keep favorite. coming back to Leandrin. She was,
0: she's, my, she's the person I was not expecting. I mean, I really like the actress. So, you know, I was like yeah. rooting for a really good performance, but I was not expecting to like. Leandrin, like not just like her because she's being acted well. I would hang out with Leandrin. Yes, one hundred percent. I just this
1: is the name of this episode: (laughs) Shadow Pal (laughs) Sympathizers. (laughs) I mean, signing up
0: for the sign me up for the Shadow Pal social next year. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) I'll go. It's interesting. I I like what they've done. There were other things I, I didn't love, but mm-hmm. I think looking forward, we've got a lot to look forward to, and this was just I agree. one of those episodes where it had to, we had to get through all this stuff, like yeah. the maneuvering of the peoples. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. I would have loved to see when Matt and Rand are in the inn, I would have loved to see People inside of the inn, yeah, like, like the greeting room. them,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, just like signs of other mm-hmm. life.
0: Yeah, the fact that the inn is only shown through their room and the library and that little that little hallway outside of the room that yeah. Randy and Matt are saying that's all you see of the inn.
1: Yeah, it felt and very just closed doesn't... off. Yeah, even if there would have just been a little. Serving Something. woman coming. Walking and... by. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Hmm. I have an idea. I bet that this was reshot during COVID. Or after lockdown, COVID. Mm-hmm. So they had to minimize contact, <laughs> maybe.
0: That is a very real possibility. I mean, seriously. I I kind of keep forgetting. Yeah. Me too. That like they filmed through all of that, like lockdown and reopening and lockdown again and being tested all the time it's and like a having to wear yeah. Task. I mean, my god! And this is not a small set. This is not no. a small cast. This is not a small story by any means. Mm-mm. So maybe we, we should like give them an extra break because they all managed to make this during COVID yes. and it's really truly in so many ways an incredible telling of the story and I have really I'm gonna enjoyed it. i to laugh
1: so hard if the Lord of the Rings Amazon series doesn't do as well as the Wheel of Time considering yeah. the difference in money each mm-hmm. series is being given. <laughs> Like, How much is
0: is the Lord of the Rings one getting? I don't know anything about that. A lot, a lot, Makes. more than ten million an episode.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Wow. <laughs> Should I look it up? Wow. Yeah, the amount of money that's coming into these projects is just mind boggling. Are you ready for this? Are you <laughs> ready know. for this? <laughs> okay, yes.
1: Four hundred and sixty-five million.
0: How many episodes are they going to make? Who are they? Who are they getting
1: to be in this? I don't know. I don't know. That's a hefty price tag. Gargantuan. That's just like but that makes Wheel of Time (sighs) look like the CW. It makes it look like a Hallmark production. One hundred percent. That's not fair. Well, it just means that we need to keep spreading the good word. Yeah, spreading the good word of our lord and dragon. Who, by the way,
0: I am really happy with how the who is the dragon thing is being set up in the show. I've probably said that several times.
1: I really like it. I really like it. I'm ready for it to be over with. <laughs>
0: Same. Same. I'm not going to lie. Like, because at that point, everybody gets to move on into their individual paths. Yeah. This ambiguity that's been kind of underneath everything for them, just...
1: Delaying the growth.
0: Yeah. And I mean, in a way, it's, it's unfortunate that this is what kicks them in the ass. Mm-hmm. You know, this like... Finality of who is Who and what direction they have to take And I know that there's a lot of like pulling against What needs To happen should happen whatever yeah.
1: But it's It's me being impatient really I mean me that's too. all that it comes down to
0: <laughs> And I know this is I'm 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 actually going to say this on the podcast and I don't Care because people are going to be kind of Mad at me I'm ready for the TV Show to be over <laughs> I know I know but I mean that just all that means is I just want to watch it all now I don't want to wait like another few weeks to to watch it I just want to watch it all now I see no? what you mean yeah. I, just yeah. want, no. yeah. I just want to binge it get through it be done with it and get back to the great hunt because I'm not gonna lie I really watching the tv show all it's done done is make me want to read the books. That's all it's done. Besides, I mean, I've enjoyed it, and it's been great, and I'm like, is it book time yet?
1: I get that. I get that. Yeah. I've been, I finished the first two books of The Three-Body Problem. I got the last book of the Expanse series, Leviathan Falls, the other day.
0: Hmm.
1: I... I'm trying to read as much as possible right now and like mm-hmm. recording a lot yep. of stuff yeah. and watching yep. these shows. And I almost wonder if, I wonder if this series would be more enjoyable to me personally if I could binge it versus That's, yes, doing one episode a week. I mm-hmm. understand, though, because I think this builds more hype. This gets more people invested and in talking, yep. and there's mm-hmm. more, like, trending. Like, mm-hmm. loyal was trending. That's awesome. Yay! So I think this is smarter for Amazon to do it I this agree. way. But I'm impatient.
0: <laughs> so am I. I am so 100% that person who, like, skims over stuff to get to, like, that big Mm finish-type place. You know, I'm just like, no, I know something's happening. I want to find it. So for me, like, binging something is my favorite way to watch something. (laughs) Yeah, I I want it all right now. and then that's how I am
1: with the books. I mean... Exactly. You just, like, dig into the next one and keep going and barreling forward. Yep. I'm really hoping that they will end up doing more than eight episodes.
0: I think it would help.
1: I do especially too.
0: as the, the storyline expands and it's going to. This is not a small universe. And as like really Eye <laughs> of the World is like kitty playtime versus the next thirteen books that follows
1: yeah. it. I think some of the most surprising and interesting character moments show mm-hmm. up when we can be a little bit more languid with the pace. True. I mean, I'm just thinking about, like, Pater, that dark mm-hmm. friend Pater that ran punches <laughs> in the nose. Yeah. Like, it's such a fun little enjoyable moment that we mm-hmm. would have never gotten if they hadn't been stopping at every city along the way. Mm -hmm.
0: The fact that they had time on the ship with Bale Doman and Tom. Yeah. And Tom is teaching them how to like be gleam and apprentices. Like, I love that. I love that. It's one of the moments in eye of the world that I just kind of soak up because there's something about the way that it feels. I love
1: it, but sometimes, too, like, on the reread, it can be like, oh, okay, let's here get go going again. here, boys. Yeah, exactly. So I, I feel like no matter what, there's going to be something to be like, well, does it have to be that way? You know, mm-hmm. it could be different. Yeah, I'm okay with that. This is an episode full of what-ifs.
0: It really, It really is. There's <laughs> so much, and I think... I think if the there's a scene stealer for this episode, it's Land one hundred percent yes, like her at Kareen's funeral, yeah, I just loved it. I just loved it i'm I'm so impressed with so much that's coming out of the show, but yeah i'm I wish I could binge it,
1: I wish I could be racing towards the end, <laughs> and I think part of it is because I know what's coming, yeah. Brandon Sanderson had said that this next episode The Flame of Tarvalin was his favorite if he's remembering the numbers correctly I think is what he said. Mhm. So now I'm like so excited for it. Me too. He's I think he said like it's a 10 and I'm like oof. Don't let me down Brandon. Don't say it's a 10 if it's not a 10.
0: Don't be a Tracy. <laughs> to rate this episode though i don't no 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 No, i don't really think you want me to rate this episode i mean there are parts there are parts of it that i really enjoyed there are parts that i was like very mad about but compared to episode four it was
1: just like "Eh." okay like let's let's talk about the warders let's talk about lan and Steppen and our warder action
0: there were moments that felt like they were showing the solidarity and respect of the warders within the white tower, at least on a surface level. Mm -hmm. But some of the interactions just felt like they were lacking in depth or gave like what I was looking for, in order to feel emotionally connected mm-hmm. to the land step in storyline. Like, Do
1: you think if we would have had more time with these characters and getting to know their backstory, it would have helped? Or yes. would have you just like cut it? Just been like.
0: Mm, I probably would have saved something like this for later. Or yeah. given. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah, like when we when we first saw this morning scene, like we kind of figure it's a funeral. They're all in white. Lan's obviously distressed. Mm-hmm. So we were like, "Borderlands, Aldara. yeah, Bukama." <laughs> they kept Bukama in. This is where Lan breaks down, and I still stand by like what we know of Lan from a book reader's perspective. Bukama is the only person
1: that you can I picture
0: can... him. Yeah. This Steppen guy, I don't I don't know anything about their relationship. I know this nothing about it. Like, is do is Lan hanging out with Stepan because they have a really tight relationship, or is he hanging out with Stepan because He's a nice guy and he knows yeah. that what Steppen's going through has got to be absolute Awful. hell. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So Yeah, there's a lot to there's a lot to interpret there. Mm-hmm. And with the season so short, maybe that's one of those things where it just feels a little bit off,
0: maybe? Yeah. It just it feels it feels too soon. Too soon.
1: Yeah, and as, you know what? I just, I just had a thought, though. I really like that actor, Peter Fronson. Such a badass. Yes! That, Such that's a an, badass. That's
0: another reason why it's too soon. Yes. I liked him. Yes. He has a g- great sense of humor. He's charming. He's a badass. We could have kept him around, right? Why,
1: why did we have to kill him off? That just doesn't... Okay, what if they, since this is going so much faster, what if we get the Moraine shoving landfear through the doorframe earlier? That's what I'm betting on, actually. So we need to show, like, how yep. broken up the water will be.
0: That is exactly what I'm thinking is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, Rosamund Pike is not a small-time actress, is yeah. she going to stay around for a full eight seasons, whatever they're planning on doing? What or that are they gonna like, What
1: book is that
0: that she Is it Fires of Heaven? I think maybe book five. Okay. I'm not a hundred percent certain. It's not far along in the series. They could easily make it like so an end could, of they could make three. it an end of bend or end of book season two even if they wanted to. That's Although true. Shadow Rising is massive, so I don't know. They may have more than enough on their hands. Yeah. With like three and four for the it's next interesting. season. Interesting. I'm yeah. also
1: very curious how long they keep Swan Sanche. Yep. That's yep. one of those. That's one of those ones that scares me because I have a feeling, like in my gut, I feel like
0: they're just going to kill her off, and we're not going to yeah. get Young Swan. Yeah, I'm worried about that too. I did have a thought about the morning scene though, and I don't want to forget about it Tell because me. I, I want to, I would like to say Daniel Henney did an amazing job. He really did. He embodied what it feels like to grieve the loss of someone
1: deeply. I was more laser focused on Rosamond Pike. Yes. The ability to just like shed that, like a tear without any words and her just having a face, like the struggle on her face. Ugh. Love
0: her. I just want to say like what, what I was kind of thinking of is perhaps it's not just the morning and this moment for Steppen. Like perhaps this is also. A culmination of. Mourning from. The battle with Loghain. And possibly. A release for the emotions. That he's experiencing. Right now. Like for the first time. In potentially 20 years. If this goes along a book line story. Lance questioning his bond to Moraine. Because of his feelings for Nynaeve. And there is this eminent sense of forecoming loss in right. these
1: episodes. Mm-hmm. Right. So, what if what if all of this that I've given the last 20 years for wasn't worth it? Yep. Or what if we never find these kids? What yep. if it was all for nothing? Yeah. And it's a lot of feels.
0: Yeah. A lot so, of feels. Thinking about it from that direction,
1: I would have that response too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely so that makes it make more sense i have that response when i order the wrong thing at a restaurant and i was like why didn't i get the falafel so indecisive what a waste of a meal
0: (laughs) (laughs) these are the things i love about you I'm very much the same way though. It's <laughs> why so I like almost always order the same thing. I'm like good. it's my favorite. I love it. It's always it. good. <laughs> you cannot convince me to try something else at Bon Thai. Thank you very much.
1: Oh, it will always Miss be the bon green
0: Thai. Curry. Best Thai place I've ever been to. I no got the, joke. I always get the pad thai. Ugh, that's a uh... I think that's my friend Laurel's favorite, or the
1: Pud Capral, however you pronounce it. I have no idea.
0: For me, for me, it's the green curry, the curry puffs. It's so good. It's I'm so getting good. hungry. Yeah. Well, maybe you know what? Maybe you need to go grab a snack, and I need to go pick up my
1: kid. And this is a great
0: place for us. To...
1: <laughs> All right. It was a quicker episode this week, but we are churning yeah. out so many episodes on YouTube. A lot so of content. If you're you're feeling that 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 you need more time with us <laughs> we're giving it to you it's just i in ask a you new why. Location. <laughs> and i send you it to you too <laughs> perfection <laughs> but we will we'll wrap it up mm-hmm. and next week we've got another big episode coming up so yeah we'll, we'll leave it there and we'll say oh. good night
0: oh wait oh, wait yeah wait so we didn't announce this, and so people may not know this. We are actually covering the shorts, the bonus content mm-hmm. on YouTube as well. So in the event that you, you need an extra 20 to 30 minutes of us talking about the bonus content, we did it.
1: And yeah. it's on YouTube. And if you have friends, family who have not read the books, these episodes are pretty much spoiler free.
0: Yeah yeah just a little bit of of, like an expansion of what we were given in the bonus content it was actually really fun to do and we're going to do monethrin next week and i'm thrilled yes water fails away
1: (laughs) say goodbye tracy goodbye
0: (laughs) that's your favorite part now right say goodbye tracy
1: Thanks so much for joining us. We will continue to release new episodes every Wednesday. We would love if you would subscribe to the podcast, leave us reviews, and share us with your friends in the Wheel of Time community.
0: Let us know what you thought of our content. Correct us. Send us things we may have missed. You can find links to our email and social media accounts in the show notes. And if you have the Anchor app, leave a voice message for us to play in upcoming episodes.
1: We also have a website where you can find links to our Discord channel, social media platforms, and merch shop. So until next week, thanks for joining us on the road to Tarvalan.